Hi, and welcome to episode 121 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working and summering in Rhode Island. We're all summering where we live, aren't we? You know, mm-hmm. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in summer in Georgia. <laughs> I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal of this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And Kate, this week we're taking a summer holiday and sharing an episode with you from last summer, and that is episode 72, Summer Grilling. Kate, Mm -hmm. longtime listeners will remember, this is when you took your tiny cast iron pan (laughs) down to your apartment grills. And I think actually Caroline, when she uh, did her listener contribution, specifically called that out as one of her favorite instances on the Dinner Sister podcast. So we thought we'd like make that our throwback episode. Yeah, now everyone can know what we're talking Mm -hmm. about when you're mocking me. You know what? Fair. (laughs) It was funny. And I, I, I still think it's, it was awesome. So let's hear all about me and also about you grilling. Hi, and welcome to episode 72 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, with two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but as usual, can use help planning mm-hmm. and cooking for my family of five. I've got three kids. Right. So our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, you know, internet chefs, anywhere I can find a recipe on the World Wide Web. We'll have all the recipes we cooked, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list I make on our website at dinnersisters.com, which is, by the way, new and improved. Mm-hmm. It's looking <laughs> really shiny and new oh, these days. So amazing. Uh, you can get them also, all this stuff, sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter. So if you're a person who wants to preview the recipes or maybe enjoy getting a few things extra, you should subscribe. All right, Kate. So this week's recipes were grilled quesadillas by Gimme Delicious, extra juicy turkey <laughs> burgers by Bon Appetit, and chicken thigh kebabs by New York Times Cooking and Mark Bittman. So summertime is grilling time. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. So we have three recipes to pop on the grill. There are a ton of recipes, as you all know, out there for like beef burgers and marinated chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to find a few that were a bit out of the everyday routine. Yeah, I think we're at that point in the summer where we're still grilling, but everyone's kind of like, what else might be might be out there? Okay, Kate, kick us off this week. We have grilled quesadillas first. How do you do this? Okay, so I have seen recipes for grilled quesadillas before, but never attempted them because, like, it seemed dangerous or something. I don't know. And, and maybe I was just grilling other things. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, why not? Smoky, cheesy goodness. Yeah. You know, so for this recipe, they're, these are darn simple, but I, I thought I'd find one that was maybe a little more than just putting cheese on a tortilla, right? Mm-hmm. So for this recipe, you just mix up cream cheese, shredded cheese, and some shredded chicken. You sta- sandwich them between two tortillas and then throw it on a medium grill or like off direct heat if you've got um, charcoal. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You just grill it until the cheese is melted, cut it into slices, and serve it with some salsa, so, you know, whatever you serve quesadillas with, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Betsy, this is a simple one to assemble, but I was also thinking of your charcoal grill. Yeah. And how that is, you know, you know, it's it requires skill. Yeah. <laughs> so how did this go? <laughs> so I like this. I thought this was kind of a family-friendly option. And all kids love quesadillas. And mm. I loved how that sort of mixture, when I just kind of ha- holds everything together and makes yeah. this sort of like, it's like you're flipping a burger-ish type thing. When I first started we were going to do quesadillas in the grill, I thought, oh, how is this like I just pictured everything falling out and everything yes, like you know what I mean? everywhere. It's just like dripping in through the grates and I was like, <laughs> All right, I mean <laughs> fine. Fine I'll, Kate. I'll do this, but uh so I thought that was like a great little situation there. Yeah, good. Yeah. And I kind of learned my lesson from singeing all of those pizzas. Um <laughs> And, in the last episode, in uh-huh. case you're curious, you want to hear that story. Yeah, we did the grilled pizzas for episode 70. And I ended up kind of charring quite a few of those. And it was very frustrating. Mm. So this time I built a smaller fire, kind of a smaller grill, cool. like less coals, knowing yep, yep. that this was going to be my primary thing in the grill. And... um just you know, just made it not not such a flaming hot, a raging, a raging, raging inferno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a great tip, though, right? Yeah. If you've got charcoal grill, this is something where you can use like the last end of the bag of charcoal. Yes, yes. To make mm-hmm. right, where you're like, I'm not sure if this is going to cook my chicken, but it'll cook my tortilla cream cheese yeah. delights. Uh, <laughs> sure will. Yeah. So I thought this was really fun. My family, like my kids were so surprised this is something you could do in the grill. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. What? Yeah, yeah. It was just crazy. It's yeah. Like, I was also a little afraid of burning the crap out of my tortillas, mm-hmm. but that's actually really worked really well. Just keep the heat lowish. I've got mm-hmm. a, a, a gas grill in my apartment. Um, and, you know, I, here is where, Betsy, I sound like you. I don't have a grilling spatula. Oh. So I had to use tongs, which Ooh. was a little, whoa, it was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Um, Yeah. But I will say this for the cream Mm -hmm. cheese. Worked like a charm. That's like your grill, (laughs) your glue. It's It's the quesadilla glue. Delicious quesadilla glue. Yeah. So um, I also thought it made it even creamier tasting. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, on the other hand, Betsy, you and I from Wisconsin will eat cream cheese on anything. So <laughs> yeah, I know we're always uh, talking about like just that little hint of cream cheese made this amazing. <laughs> I know, but I feel like it's hard to push back on that. I in know. any case, I I don't know. I thought this was super fun. I feel like for someone like me who might be having more like adult parties, this would be something that I'd make and like serve with a bunch of drinks and people like, ooh, grilled quesadillas. Mm -hmm. This is delicious, right? Yeah. So I think it works for just about everyone. This is like a high four out of five stars for me. You know, nothing too mind blowing. I mean, you're not going to bite into and be like, oh, the flavors are amazing. But it was super fun and I had a good time. I agree. And if you're getting bored with your grill, but yet you have a full grilling season ahead of you and you want to be using your grill more, this is just a fun way to get outside and do something a little different. So I like this too. And like throw a whole bunch of stuff in there too. Yeah, exactly. You know, aside from chicken. I think you could really play with it. I mean, cream cheese plus anything in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. All right. So for the second recipe this week, we have extra juicy turkey burgers from Bon Appetit. 
So I am with Bon Appetit here. In the article that goes along with this recipe, they talk about turkey burgers being kind of tasteless. They can get really dry really fast because you do have to cook them to well done. You don't want a medium rare turkey burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not not healthy, not healthy. So this recipe is ground turkey with a mashed avocado, some mayo, grated onion, and all that's for moisture and flavor, along with garlic, some Worcestershire sauce, and cumin. And you form into patties and you refrigerate them for at least a couple hours, but ideally overnight. Then you grill as per usual. So I made these and while I was making this, I was like, oh, man. Betsy, how did this go? Yeah. So this is a funny um, episode for me because I made the quesadillas. But then my kids left and they went to Wisconsin. And so the rest of it was just Ryan and I eating, uh, which was good mm-hmm. because um, – the bur- <laughs> this mm. burger consistency, I thought was just sort of hard to work with. And do not disagree. Yeah, and no. I was sort of second guessing the whole time if I had gotten the proportions right in the recipe, or like, did I need to put something else in here? Uh, so it it stuck enough that we ended up kind of having it on like a plate with the fork. Like I felt like the mm. burgers kind of, you know, I got them yeah. cooked, but it wasn't. By the end of it, it was a little um, hard to... They weren't exactly beautiful patties. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But the flavors were good. And I thought it was interesting with the avocado and the mayo in there. Like, I just... This was something outside of anything I'd made before. Yeah. I mean, they do say in the recipe, they're like, oh, these make very wet burgers. But they are not kidding. I ended up – I got annoyed with them even. I ended mm-hmm. up like putting each pat- patty on a piece of plastic wrap and then forming them in the plastic wrap. Yeah. You it, know? It was it so was crazy. Goopy. I was just – Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest and say I just like threw some breadcrumbs in there too to just bind it up. A, I, I mean – I was thinking like – I don't blame you. I don't know what to do <laughs> I actually thought of it as I was making these. I was like, these could use a binder. Like, Uh it would not be a bad idea if this had, like, some breadcrumbs in it. Um, I I think they didn't want to do that because then they, you know, people call that a meatball. But I don't know. I, the first time I made them, they did stick. Mm -hmm. And I only made one burger. And I was like, huh. And then I froze the rest of them because I was just eating. And then James and I had burgers. And I put them on the grill completely frozen. They're like little hockey pucks. Oh, Okay. Okay. So, because I was like, I so am that not was easier, thawing. Yeah. And besides, like when you take burgers out of the freezer, you don't thaw them and then put them on the grill, right? Mm-hmm. That's recipe for disaster. You like just grill them frozen. And I also like waited until the absolute last minute to flip the burger okay. so that it was really seared okay, and almost burnt so they would release a little bit better. Okay, maybe that, because I was wanting to sort of check them a little bit too. I mean, by the yeah. end of this, I had a very Frankenstein burger going on because I had sure. put the breadcrumbs in because I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that these are going to be wet, but I can't even put it on a grill like this. And then it was a weird it was a one. Yeah. It was a lot. I will say this. So the reason sometimes with these recipes like this that goes this far awry, I would not actually include them. But I felt like the flavor was good enough. And I also think, like, maybe this is a chance to, like, use a cast iron skillet on your grill. Oh, yeah. I thought of this way afterwards. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I should have told Betsy. But you can always put a cast iron skillet or get one of those plancha things, which I'm seeing all over the internet now, which just means a piece of steel on your grill. Okay. So imagine, like, the top that you have for your – like, the thing you make make pancakes on. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but it's total cast iron. Okay. People have them in their houses too. And you just take that and you put that whole thing on your grill. Well, you know what also I have, which I should have maybe done. I just decided to get on the maybe I should mix something else in here instead of putting mm. something in the grill. But I have this like heavy duty grilling aluminum foil. Oh. I maybe could have put that on there. Either yeah. way, I think it's good to note that it's a little tricky. It is definitely a little tricky. I would actually next time I do this because I like the flavors enough to yeah. want to make them again. Yeah. So I think next time I would actually, like a lunatic, bring my huge cast iron pan down to the pool, which is where our girls are, mm-hmm. and make them in the cast iron pan. You so you still get just, that smokiness. Oh, the smokiness. I'm like, why not just make them in your apartment at that point? Um, I mean, then at the point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I should just make it. But I'm that kind of person that would like yeah. haul a cast iron pan down Here to comes Kay with her spritzer <laughs> and her pan. <laughs> I mean, I already look like a lunatic. Everyone else yeah. is like cooking like burgers and I've always got like half of a chicken. Yeah. Like I was grilling pizzas the other night and people went over for that episode people were like, ah, oh, what are you doing? Are you going to be a while? I've got like a Boca burger. Right? You're <laughs> like, like back put, off. put in the toaster. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll say next time. That's what you <laughs> should toaster. say. <laughs> it's not going to make it any better. Yeah. If you like a Boca burger, they're fine. It's just oh, I feel like funny. toasted, they're equally good. Okay. Anyway, I you know I I would rate this like a three out of five, only because uh-huh. you have to do so much to it, but it's still tasty enough that I'd recommend it for people who are looking for a turkey burger. I yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I thought the taste was fine in the end, but the journey to get there. <laughs> it was it's been of a journey. Yeah, it was a journey. Unlike the <laughs> okay. next recipe that we have yes. here. Much more straightforward. Much more straightforward. <laughs> chicken thigh kebabs, New York Times cooking from Mark Bittman. Right. Whew. You and I, Betsy, have talked a lot about how much we like a grilled chicken thigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Theme I mean, of they're the good. They're just, they're just reliable. Such a summer thing. Mm-hmm. Mom loves chicken on the grill. Which is always chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they stay juicy even if you cook them for a bit. You know, you forget about them a minute. They're they're not going to suffer like a chicken breast. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get dry. And the flavor to me is richer than a breast. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love these kinds of recipes. So for this one, you are marinating a couple pounds of cut up chicken thighs. So, you know, cut up into like manageable kebab sized pieces, about an inch and a half mm-hmm. in, um, you know. And you're – so – Anyway, I'll get into cutting up chicken thighs in a bit. Um, you marinate them in lemon juice, olive oil, turmeric, chili powder, a bit of saffron, garlic, and sliced white onion. And you throw that in the fridge for a couple hours or overnight. You know, as long as you've got to marinate the chicken, the longer the better. Meanwhile, you're soaking your skewers if you're using wooden ones. And mm-hmm. you do that so that they don't burn on the grill, which if you like me, I actually burn mine this time. So soaking, definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Then thread the chunks of chicken onto your skewers and grill them over a medium fire. You know, you don't want it too hot and just keep moving them around. And if you like, you can also grill the sliced onions in one of those grill baskets. Or if you have a tiny cast iron skillet like me, you can bring that along to the pool. Oh, my gosh. Did you do that? I 100% did. It was amazing. Your neighbors must hate you. They're like, here comes that woman again with her cast iron skillet. I do not know how I've not gotten like kicked out of the pool girl situation with like my crazy accoutrements. So (laughs) I'm like grilling up on my tiny cast iron skillet, Boca Burger ladies next to me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's the multicolored, you know, world we live in. Mm -hmm. In any case, 
Now that you've got the kebabs done, you can serve it with um, some pita, some rice, and those onions. Um, you know, I was thinking like maybe a cucumber salad or an Israeli salad with the cucumbers, tomatoes, onions, melted parsley. In any case, Betsy, what did you think? I loved these. And I think that whole – like the olive oil, turmeric, chili powder, garlic, that's is stuff that I – feel like for most mm. people that's just really pantry friendly there was nothing in here that i yeah. wanted needed to go out for if a recipe says put saffron in it i just give a little chuckle and think no way um <laughs> but i don't think I've, i always think i should buy saffron no I, like, and that's that's where i leave it i always think why do these recipes writers keep including saffron when they know no one is actually buying saffron That's from it. the I store? I think they think people are buying saffron. Mm, I think we need to take a saffron poll this week in the Facebook group if people are 100%. actually doing it or if they Maybe are people just – people are better people than we are. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe I would be surprised. Okay, so yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> San everything Saffron, else, San Saffron, everything else was great. Taste was great. I love these flavors, like we talked about. I'm going to put a plug in here for my stainless steel kebab skewers that oh. I use and I have had for a couple of years now. It's like a two prong thing. Okay. So you do both sides, and it's a little like circle in the middle sort of thing. Yeah. So I can. I mean, I don't ever have to worry about soaking anything. They get hot, oh, but I idea. just use them with the, I, I take them on and off with the tongs, you know? Right, right. Oh, good um, call. Yeah. And they cool off really fast, too. So I just put them all on the platter. I take them inside. I let them rest for a few minutes. And by then, I can just take everything off the kebabs, and it's perfect. And I use those all summer long. I love them, love them, love uh, no them. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Love that. Once I got those, I have not used the bamboo skewers again. I've been. Well, those are just the worst. I mean, you have to remember to soak them. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's too much. Uh, Yeah, I thought these just made for like delicious, juicy kebabs, Kate. Loved it. They were delicious and they came together really quickly. Thought Mm -hmm. it was fun to grill. I Mm -hmm. loved my little onions on the side and the cast iron skillet. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, (laughs) You know what I I ate the. What's, what, so, oh, yeah, what did you do for the onions? For the onions, because I love an onion kebab, so I chunked mine. So I knew that I was going to have them. I didn't thinly oh. slice them. I just thought I love chunked onions on a kebab, so I'm just going to do the chunks right now. That way when I thread these, I can just thread chicken, onion, chicken, onion, and just do it that way. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea too. Yeah. I mean, less tiny cast iron skillets, but I see what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us take our tiny cast iron skillet. <laughs> Some of us don't. If that doesn't sum up this podcast, I don't know what yeah, does. Right. <laughs> this is like, I chunked the onion. I'm like, I had a tiny cast iron skillet. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Um. Yeah. I mean, if this is your kind of flavors, you need to make these like this weekend. Mm-hmm. They were so good. Yeah. I, you know, I seriously think you could probably double it with four pounds of chicken thighs if you had like people coming over. And get like a big stack yeah, of pitas, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Heat those up in the oven, make a huge Israeli salad, which is just that, like I said, the ch- big chunks of tomatoes and cucumbers and onions and then herbs and olive oil. So this is a five out of five recipe for me. I can't wait to make it again. How about you? Yeah, five out of five for me too. It was easy. It was delicious. Flavors were great. Loved it. Mm-hmm. All right, wrapping it up, for me, the winner this week was the kebabs, as we kind of talked about. Love those. Yeah, Kate, I'm going I'm going the same the same route. 
That was the nice. kebabs were, were my winner too. Although I'll say the quesadilla was kind of a, a good second because I would have never done that. Like, oh, agreed. And I, and I will definitely now do it. So I liked that too. Awesome. If any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery lists at dinnersisters.com, the new, revamped, revived dinnersisters.com. You've got links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we discussed, as well as a link to our shopping list spreadsheet. Plus, if you'd like to chat more with us, we are on our Facebook group all the time. And you can just ask to join. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Search for that in Facebook. Facebook will bring you to our group. And then you can um, join and join the conversation. Betsy posts recipe swaps on Sundays. I like to do random polls Mm -hmm. about things. Um, So, yeah, well, it's a good time. All right, Kate, what's going on in the smorgasbord today? For the smorgasbord, I thought we would keep on the theme of grilling and talk about two of our favorite things you and I love to have on the grill. They aren't really recipes per se, but they're some of our absolute favorites. And I thought you should kick us off talking about one of my favorite things you make, which are your grilled oysters. Yeah, this is a fun one because I did not know how to do this until I moved to Atlanta. And we go by this little it's called farm view and it's kind of outside of atlanta and they get oysters from the coast and the you know seafood person at the counter had said the best way to do these oysters is to put them on the grill wait and they'll you know wait a minute or two and they'll sort of pop open and all the juice is still kind of in there but when they pop open you don't have to necessarily shuck them then they just Mm -hmm. like break right open with a little fork or a knife so we do this a fair amount in the, you know, when when the oysters are at the market, we'll pick up like a dozen and a half and you just put them flat side down over a hot grill and you wait and they will. They'll open up just a little bit and then you take them off right then and they're still, they're kind of warmed, perfect. And it's like the easiest, most delicious way to eat oysters, I think. You can serve them with like hmm. a little hot sauce and a cracker or eat them right out of the shell. And all my kids eat it. And it's just like our treat. Well, your kids not only eat it. I've been at the your lake house when we've had these grilled oysters. And I can attest they're amazing. They are perfect with a little saltine. Yeah, you get like so a little good. saltine and then you put it on there and then the hot sauce. And that's like the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your kids fight over who gets the last one. They do. I mean, they all really <laughs> – um they just love them this way. And it's mm-hmm. easy because you don't you don't have to worry about getting them open. Like there's no shucking yes. and they're not – they're still kind of raw because they've only been like warmed up a Right. They're bit. not cooked, but yeah. they're just kind of like a little bit warmed. Um, I absolutely think they're so delicious. Um, and I keep thinking, oh, you know, we get oysters here all the time in Rhode Island. We get great ones. Mm-hmm. And I always think, oh, I've got to do these oysters on the grill. I mean, what's stopping me? I've got the tiny cast iron skillet like – I can do anything I want out there. Yeah, your pool community would love you if you decided <laughs> to, <laughs> to do maybe like six oysters at a time and then or like two at a time. And <laughs> uh yeah. But so that was a that was a tip from the Farm View Market here in, and it was just I think it's in Madison, Georgia. And it's just it's changed my grilling life because it's been a really fun thing for us to do. So delicious. I yeah. love it. Okay, so my idea is all about dessert, and I have such a sweet tooth, it is not shocking to me that this is my 
my yeah, thing yeah. for the grill. <laughs> I, I don't know when this was. This was years ago. At one point, I read a recipe about grilled fruit, specifically grilled peaches, I think, or grilled pineapples. I mm-hmm. have no idea. I read yeah. so many recipes. And, you know, summertime is great for peaches. Your peach season has already started in Atlanta, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, and it's just getting going in Rhode Island. So, But to make them on the grill is really actually super simple, just like the um, oysters. All you have to do is cut a peach in half, you pit it, and then put each peach half skin side down on kind of a medium heat grill. And you fill the divot in the peach with a little butter and a little brown sugar. And you just let it grill until the peach gets nice and soft. Sometimes I'll put the cover back on the grill to kind of heat it up a little bit. You don't have to turn it. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. Just let the peach cook on the grill. And you want them to get a little soft, like almost cooked and warmed through. The long, As long as you can stand watching it cook, yeah, almost right. the better. You know, mm-hmm. you do. You don't want it to be kind of raw tasting. You want it to be nice and cooked. This, oh my gosh, they are amazing. Just like in a little bowl, super delicious. Vanilla ice cream, amazing. Uh, I've also heard of people taking these and kind of popping the skin off and then pureeing it to add to mm. drinks, like Ooh, alcoholic drinks, right? A little peach puree plus some bourbon and soda. Fancy, fancy. I mean, mm-hmm. a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also do the same thing with pineapple, right? And pineapple season's a little earlier. So if you're like me in Rhode Island, you're still waiting for peaches. It's around April that they're the best. And you just cut them into planks, put them on a medium hot grill, like I said, with the peaches, let it go until they're soft. And these are also great with ice cream or a little pound cake. Mm-hmm. But you could also buzz it up and drink it with some rum. <laughs> so many saying. different ways to go here. So many different. So the world is your grilled fruit or, in your case, grilled oysters. Actual um, oyster. Yeah. Actual oysters. But, yeah, I thought I just I thought we should talk about the things that you and I make all the time that maybe people hadn't thought about in a while or maybe hadn't thought about at all. Yeah, I liked the uh, grilled peaches because you made that with us one time when we were all down at the cabin together. And now that's one of the most requested things for my kids. Yes, we actually have made them already once this year. So fun. Mm -hmm. That's been fun. Love that. All right, Kate, coming up next week, we have a picnic dinner. Right. We are making some fried chicken to pack along. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. Me too. That'll be a fun episode. I think that theme is, is kind of a fun one. All right. So that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the picnic table for you Aww. this week, Kate. <laughs> <I love that>. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. We've got everything that you heard on this show, plus other fun stuff. If you've got some dinner ideas, you can always shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and just send us a message there. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Plus, Betsy and I get to read reviews, which we pass back and forth on text message like lunatics. Mm -hmm. So thanks and happy eating.